winning the war in your mind. That is our topic for today on the Midweek Motivation episode of the Westside Podcast. Welcome. My name is Gabe Kolstad. This is Nancy Castile, psychologist and coach, joining me to kind of talk about how do you manage your mind? How do you manage your life? You know, we've we've jumped into a series at Westside about winning the war in your mind. And, and so we want to follow up here to give you some practical tips here in the middle of the week. Uh, you know, a lot of times I feel like my mind is sort of like driving the car of my life. I don't know if you feel that way. Yep. It, or if it was a business, my mind's the CEO of my life, like <laughs> making the calls, you know, make calling the shots. And um, yet that my body, the rest of my life, everything's connected. You've done some research on the connection between our minds or brains and our bodies um, and how we then can gain a measure of direction or, you know, influence over our lives. So tell us what you've learned or what we should know about this aspect of our lives. Well, thanks again for having me, Gabe. It's always a pleasure. Um, Well, I wanted to step back and you you and I have chatted about a number of things and and about the mind. And I want to step back because if you guys have heard me speak before on on our podcasts, we've I, you know, I've given a number of kind of you've heard a number of my kinds of hey, do this, no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I want to step back for a second and just talk about some foundational ideas yeah. about the mind, the brain and the and and the body. Okay? okay? And add in also relationships to that, so that we're really getting a perspective on 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 the human experience. Um, and and what I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of nerd out for a minute about <laughs> the science of the mind. And when I say that, I don't want to scare anybody off because I don't I it, because I don't believe that God or science are mutually exclusive. I don't either. And I think for the record, don't we? look at scripture and, and realize God created science. So why should we be skeptical about it? Right. right. And so, so really just understand when I say the science of the mind, it's really just understanding mm-hmm. um, the, our human nature and, and the human sure. experience. Yeah. And so I want to p- have you guys picture a triangle and in that triangle, I want to uh, have you think of the embodied brain so you think embodied brain what is that well that's that's the brain which is also interacting constantly with our body mm-hmm. our body is our brain is sending signals throughout our body all the time and it's also getting feedback it's like a feedback loop mm-hmm. it's like the feedback goes to the you know the brain says i'm going to raise my right hand and then the <laughs> right hand gets cold and says hey I'm, my right hand is not cold and tells the brain that and we need to do something different um so the embodied brain which is also the energy and information flow within us okay and relationships the energy and information flow between us okay and those, and then the mind, and the mind is connected to both of those. So the mind is connected to the brain, the embodied brain. The mind is connected. So the information flow within us, the mind is connected to the information flow and, and, and energy flow between us. Okay. So if we think about that, let's go for a second to the brain. What, what is the brain all about? Like I said, it's about energy and information flow. And it's 
it's deeply interconnected with all the systems of our body. What do I mean by that? Well, let's take, for instance, our biome, our own unique biome, which is like the, the microorganisms, the, the, um, the things that, the, that live within our intestines, okay? That definitely communicates strongly with our brain. Okay. There, there's a massive feedback loop that goes yeah, to our I, brain. I, I think a lot of people resist that thought because they think, no, my brain is my brain and it's totally in control. Well, the brain is in control, but the brain is in control of everything. Yeah. So the stomach wouldn't be doing anything if the brain wasn't connected. Yeah. But you're saying that those things also influence they the They also brain. impact the, yeah. it, it, because it's a loop. Yeah. So, so Let's like, so let's think of it's, it's that idea of we are what we eat, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So, I mean, so if you think about your preferences for foods and then your tendency to act in one way or the other mm-hmm. are not also mutually exclusive. Sure. They can be interconnected. And so, you know, basically the brain is constantly getting information by what we're doing with within and what is going on within us okay then we go and the cool thing is we can make change throughout our lifespan to the brain so that i do want to yeah. give that so you're saying we're not we can we're not influence wired. our own yeah. brain well we can we can do it by i mean why do people say you know if we could just sit here and talk about the things to do like people say to eat breakfast people say you know yeah. don't eat you know like like kind of the fog of carbohydrates or, you know, whatever. Right. But but the reality is it's because there is an information and energy flow within the body. That is what the brain is all about. Mm-hmm. And so it the brain actually makes changes when it gets feedback. Mm-hmm. And then it tells the body to do other things. So it's, it's so let me ask you a yes. kind of an unscripted question. Sure, yeah, totally. Um, do you think that there's something separate from the brain, which is the will that could influence the brain? Well, but I think in some ways I would probably say that the will is more tied to the mind. Okay. So, so okay. you're saying the mind and the brain are two different things. Well, they're, they are, they are connected. Yeah. Okay, because like I was saying, the mind... Sorry, you guys, if you've got smoke coming out of your ears right now, it's because we are going to kind of a deep level of thinking well, here. Beca- and the reason to do this is because our in our society, so in my practice, but also just in our society, what I, really, what I would love to see is people be able to make some long-lasting change yeah. within themselves. Yeah. And I don't think you can make that long-lasting change without having an understanding of who you are and how you operate. That's good. Because we could talk about anxiety, depression, PTSD. We could talk about alcoholism, all these other things. We could talk about all those separate things, but, but the reality is they're all impacting the energy and information flow within us and the energy and information flow between us, mm-hmm. usually those are usually not for the better. <laughs> yeah. But there's reasons why that is. And the cool thing is they can change. But if yeah. you don't understand the underlying interplay, mm-hmm. then then you're likely going to only be addressing like almost like the symptom. Right. Yeah. And I want I want people to be able to understand, hey, so if you're 
if your mind, which has this inner, and again, I'm going to sound like a broken record because I'm really trying to drive it home. Your brain is, is, is directing, is, is all about information and energy flow. Now that's within you. Our relationships, which, which develop, which are like sculptors. Our relationships are like sculptors in the brain. You know, so from a very young age, especially those early relationships, those also are sculpting the connections in our brain because they help us to know, are we secure? Are we not secure? Mm. You know, our temperament, all of these things are all interconnected, whether within us or between us. They're, they're influenced whether within us or between us. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay. So, so then the mind is this amazingly powerful interplay that can in the mind is where so so think of it this way the mind is a self-organization tool mm-hmm. i mean it's a self-organization i don't know how to say it exactly it's a tool that allows you to modulate to first sorry first monitor what's going on mm-hmm. let's monitor what's happening whether it's what's my stomach feel like or how am i getting along with gabe right now or for you guys at home i mean how am i what are my husband and i how are my husband and i communicating mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. you know how what am i bringing to the table every day so if we think about again that that the mind is a self-organization tool that can monitor what's happening and modulate what we're doing about mm-hmm. it Okay. And by modulate, you modulate mean or regulate, kind of like change, re- yeah, change our yes. activity, moderate, mm-hmm. modulate. We can, yeah, we're, we have to monitor and watch what's happening so that we can, we can be clear mm-hmm. in, in terms of, you know, if we think about, um, if we, if we think about who we are as human beings, Gabe, we, at our base level, we are self-organizing, non-linear, open, and chaos-capable beings. Sounds exciting. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, so, I mean, think about it. Non-linear. Non-linear just means, hey, the world can be acting upon us all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we're going to have to have all, we can't, we're not linear, meaning in a line. We can't go from A to B if you're going to be talking with me i'm gonna have work i'm gonna have you know all of these different things that are happening outside of us um or within us like a stomach ache a headache whatever um that's that's the that's the excuse me non-linear open because again we're having to deal with the influences that are coming that are outside of us we're self-organizing which is wonderful because that means we can regulate the information and energy flow. And if you think about, I love the self-organizing thing because you look back at Genesis chapter one and God says he created us in his image mm-hmm. and he was, he is self-organizing. So he gave us that capacity, yes. which yes. sometimes is what we're saying when we say winning the war in your mind is like, okay, God gave us this capacity to win, to self-organize, to decide, to change and that's that's the big piece. Right. Yeah. Well, and we're taught. I mean, so basically, if that's how we are, um, because, again, life is going to play on us. Mm-hmm. Chaos capable 
is is solely because and I and I took a note and I just want to write it down because I wanted to make sure I said it right. We are capable of being random and impossible to predict. <laughs> yeah. And we certainly I mean anybody who has kids, anybody who has a spouse, we know we are capable of being yeah. random and impossible to predict. So if that's the case, what what we then learn to do over time is we learn to be linear and we learn to adapt. We learn to be analytical and to adapt and to move from A to B to C. That's parenting. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's parenting. That's living with somebody that's adjusting again and using good skills of, of monitoring what's happening in us and around us and our own behavior and modulating or changing if we see that we need to correct somehow. Okay. So, so the cool thing is, okay, so you have a brain with a lot of feedback within us with the energy and information flow. You have relationships and you have a mind that can organize all of this together. Okay. What do you do when things aren't going well? That's what do you question. do? That's yeah. the question, it's, right? it's the question of every single solitary day. Yeah. Because when things, you know, the cool thing is, is that we can influence that flow. We, we so, so let me just yes. point out what you're saying is we can direct our own lives. We can, we can certainly, we are in control of our mind. Yeah. Our mind is not in control of us. Right. And so we can't change all of our circumstances, but we can no. change our we part can, in that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and to oversimplify, we hear people talk about its attitude, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, things that make it more like, you know, just and, and more surface. And I know I was totally nerding out there and I probably didn't make enough sense. And I apologize for that. <laughs> Hopefully I made enough sense so you can th- see that there's an interplay within us that we can alter. We have that ability to do that. How do we do it? We do it by being intentional. In- intentional. We, we are expressly deciding to either make a change, talk positively, whatever it is that we, you know, we're going to be here paying attention. Okay. We can intend and attend to, to the people around us to the negative self-talk that we have to to patterns in behavior that we that we've known but haven't worked to negative self-talk that only makes us sit still and and that we can make a choice and we can make we can create change with intention but think about the, we are just saying, we're saying, hey, we're in charge of this feedback loop. Mm-hmm. We are actually in charge of it. But we aren't if we aren't paying attention to what, to what the different systems in our body yeah. are doing. Yeah. To meaning like if we don't think about what we eat or the fuel that we intake, it's a machine. So, 
you know, how do we, you know what I mean? It's not, a, I do, but no, I mean, I think what you're saying and what really captures me right now is the stewardship of our lives that God has absolutely. created us in his image and he's asked us to be stewards of our lives. And sometimes we play the victim in all of this to go like, oh, my mind's taking me over here. And I get that sometimes we've, it's a, it's a beast. Sometimes our minds are a beast. Absolutely. Like to be tamed, but that is our challenge. And well, I think our command by God is to tame Right. Your mind and your body and your life and to direct it, right? Yes. And God is constantly calling us from chaos to order. Yeah. Because in order is where we find peace. And and so if if we don't see that we have if we that's why if you think about anything, I want you to think about the energy and information flow within your body and between people in your world. Because if you can change that energy flow, that information flow in your body, the information flow between is your words and your nonverbals. What are nonverbals? Your tone of voice, how you are posturing yourself in talking. Are you, are you, you know, puffing up? Are you looking at your phone and not attending? You know, do you have eye contact? I mean, just, it is, it is all of the things that are not the verbal part of mm -hmm. communication, which mm -hmm. is a lot of stuff. Yeah. But those, the verbal and nonverbal, that is the energy and information flow between people. That's relationships. Mm. So where are you with that? Do a little monitoring, do a little modulating or moderating, which means change the stuff that's not working. Change <laughs> the stuff, you know, are, you know, one big thing that's been coming up a lot, and I don't know why, you know, it, it's just come up a lot where people are feeling very much like they have to defend themselves mm -hmm. in, in like they're, they have past hurts. Um, and so they're, they're feeling, um, very defensive in their relationships. Um, and, and so it's, it's monitoring that. And it's, it, it goes down to like even that, wait, is that the person who made me yeah. feel like I need to defend? Oh, wait, no, 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 that was my dad, you know, that kind of thing mm -hmm. versus, oh, wait, that's my husband. He probably, he doesn't, but I'm taking past hurts. I'm taking things that have helped to shape. I mean, keep in mind, I said the sculptor, your past experiences are sculpting those connections in your brain, but they don't have to stay there. They can be altered, but they can't be altered if we don't think about them. Yeah. They can't be altered if we don't monitor and change what we can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what I take away from this conversation is to be attentive. Yes. To be aware. Mm -hmm. Um to be very and intentional the, and then to in, to be intentional and to then to make the changes that you notice you you could make or should make as a real, you know as a result of a little bit of monitoring yes um so so what are the adjustments i think you know that goes right in line with what the apostle paul would talk about like you know go after it like fight that battle like you have the power and I think what we learn about God and how he has brought us into his family through Jesus is that he's restoring us. We were talking earlier about the idea that um, Jesus always wants to put it back like it was supposed to be in the first place. We were always supposed to be able to monitor and modulate. Yes. We've sort of lost control of that along the way. Right. But we're supposed to recapture that. 
right. and be able to be in control or in, you know, in, in charge of this thing that he's created us to be in charge of, which is our body, our life. Definitely. And, uh, and so thank you, Nancy, for sharing your wisdom on how all this stuff works. Absolutely. And uh, we hope that you'll continue with us through this series of Winning the War in Your Mind. We've got more good stuff to share each week. Hope you'll do two things right now. One is, would you subscribe and share as you think about those in your life that might need some good news or some helpful information? We'd love for you to subscribe and then share. And then secondly, we'd love for you to stop by a Westside service sometime. You could do it this weekend, either online or in person. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com. But we thank you for being here with us today. We hope you have a great week.